Hey y'all, welcome back to the podcast. My name is Dale and this is the Overcoming Fear episode. We're finally doing an episode about fear and I'm really excited about this one because I've been waiting for this one for a long time. In fact, I'm waiting for the next episode. I'm waiting for all these episodes because they're so amazing. I told you in one of the past episodes that I can feel that this that the podcast episodes are getting better. I remember last year when I first started I had no idea um, but I was very excited last year when I first started and listening to some of my episodes from last year to be honest I kind of cringe because because of, because of such of the boldness that I have with these episodes but wow I love that childlike obedience and I'm always trying to get back to that childlike obedience but this is the episode that some of y'all have been waiting for and that I've been waiting for and I can't wait to share with you and talk to you about what God has revealed to me and how God has helped me through that, how God has helped me to overcome it. Because the Bible says that for we have not received the spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Some versions say self-control or some versions say something to do with self-control. But doesn't the sound mind just sound like so amazing? Isn't that so amazing? The spirit of a sound mind. That's the Holy Spirit living inside of the believer. And uh, I believe that with the Spirit's help that each and every one of us can overcome fear. Let's go. So where's life at? This is this is the the funnest part of the episode. I don't know. Okay, fine, 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 fine. The funnest part of the episode is all the parts of the episode. But for me, this is the part that I love talking about. Um, it's not because I love talking about myself, although I do love talking about myself. But I just love talking to other people about how I'm doing and how how I'm progressing through life, how far I've come and where I'm at. So that's why I love this part of the episode. It's not because I love talking about myself, although I do, and it's not narcissism. You know, one day I, I was listening to my podcast at my friend's house and I said I, I said to him, I love my voice. And it's true, I do love my voice. I do have a wonderful voice. Like I love my voice. And he was like uh, he he said something along the lines of uh oh narcissism you're, you're sounding narcissistic you know and at first i was like what what now like what is that so i went looked it up in the dictionary and they're like being in love with yourself and i was like oh my gosh i can't believe you said that but then but then of course i reacted like i reacted me like weeks after he told me that i was like that's when i reacted because at first i was like well, whatever but then after a few weeks i was like Oh my gosh, you said that about me. You said I'm narcissistic. <laughs> but nevertheless, let's go on. So where's life at? So in the last episode, I told you about my my whole prodigal son phase. Um, yes, I did feel very much like a prodigal son. And the prodigal son, I related very much to the prodigal son because, well, I had been gradually you know, distancing from God and drawing back from God. You know, it started so subtle and then it, 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 it got stronger and stronger. And I felt that 
this God because I went at such a high in my relationship with God that I wasn't, that in fact, instead of going higher and higher, I started going lower and lower. So then that's when God, you know how amazing he is? My God, you know, his love is so amazing because he's so, he's so patient. So he got me, he, he, I, he, I felt him speaking to me, telling me to start a song, writing about the prodigal son. And I just want to write to you, uh, to read to you some of the lyrics that I have for prodigal sons, for prodigal sons, sorry. Um, and, um, I, and there's, I'm going to read them as a poem because I haven't, I'm still working on the melody. I, I just got started on that. So we'll see. So here are the, li the lyrics. Verse 1. I've forgotten where I'm from. I've lost sight of where I'm going. I've gotten sidetracked with the cares of this earth. And I'm, and I'm losing my identity. And I've been losing my identity. Pre-chorus. I'm sorry, Jesus. I know I've wronged you. I've been a prodigal. Chorus. And this chorus can be changed because I'm still not sure. But you're not afraid to take me back. You're not afraid of risking everything for the one, and that one is me. Verse 2, I have tried all that this... Oh, I actually, I have a melody for this one. Oh, are you ready? I'm about to sing. I have tried all that this world has to offer. I have tasted of things thought to be wonder. But none could ever satisfy. None could ever satisfy. Verse 3. All this time you've been so close. And all throughout you've been just a whisper away. And with me every step. And so the, 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 I do admit the lyrics do need a lot of work. And the melody and all that. But I love songwriting. I began, I think I really got serious about songwriting in 2020 when, uh, when COVID hit. I, was, I, I just can't believe it. Like, oh my gosh, a virus? I'm like, oh no, they must be kidding. I don't really listen to the news much or, or any such, but I just heard from people. I'm like, oh no, I got to check it for myself. And when I did, it was like, oh, there's a virus. Now we have to wear masks and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, my birthday came on the 29th of June of 2020. And, and I was, I think I was 15. And uh, I felt like God has been so good to me all these years. Like, look, I made it to 15. I, I want to write a song for my God. I want to write a song for him. And, it's, and so it began, the whole songwriting thing. And in fact, I share my month with my little sister, Shekina. She's uh, on the 2nd of June, her, on her birthday. I just saw her. She was so hyper and so excited. She was just singing and singing. I was like, yeah, I always notice when she's singing, she's making up these songs. And I'm like, gosh, you're such an amazing songwriter. And I was like, Shikina, do you want to write a song? And I was like, no, you just sing what you sing. And I'm just going to write it down. So we wrote Shikina and Dale's song. And uh, I, 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 it's, it's Shikina just, was, she's, she's nine years old. Can you believe? And she's, she was, and I know in English it's Shekinah, but in French it is Shekinah. Shekinah, in fact. So I guess when you try to move from language to language, it kind of loses its authenticity. But it's Shekinah. Uh, but Shekinah, she's nine years old and she just started saying, God, you were there for me. 
Every day just you, always there for me. In everything just you, always there for me. And it just started like that. So I took her aside. I took out the guitar and we started playing it. And I had this whole, this little, this little sound for that I had from last year. It was... You know, and God said, why don't you just give it to her? So I gave it to her for the question, and she loved it, and we just started seeing it. I really enjoyed that night, and uh, we wrote Chikina and Dale's song, so I love that. And uh, grow, ne ne the next part that we talk about in Where Life's At is growing up. I am finally 17, and I feel, I still feel very much like a child and feeling more adult day by day. I've noticed my height, my voice, my ever-changing voice, which is getting deeper. In fact, yesterday I, I said this thing, my mistake. I told my siblings, I said, um, um, we were playing chess. I, I, it started as a solo match between myself and myself. I'm sorry, it's during prayer. I'm, I'm playing chess during prayer. Uh, but anyway, my brother and I finished it and I'm like, Peace, do you do you hear my voice? It's it's so it's so deep. And I accidentally said that I am the voice of an old man. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't believe I said that. I said I'm the voice of an old man. But anyway, yeah. So on the 29th of my birthday, um I on the 28th, the night before, I felt God say to me, You gotta go on a fast one day fast and I was like God on my birthday I'm supposed to be eating and partying and enjoying that day and in fact I had planned on the to on the 29th make it all about me I wasn't gonna serve anybody it was my day to be served but no 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 it wasn't like that but instead oh man I am still I'm so happy but instead and but instead I, I was I was on it fast and it was it was so holy, so I'm dedicating this year to you, God. And uh, I gave it to God. And now, and the next day when I when I closed up the fast that night, uh, that night it felt like, wow, this is going to be an awesome year. This is going to be wonderful. Get ready for what's coming. And so speaking of which, uh, back, to, back, back to my voice, um, uh, you heard the joke of me saying that I accidentally said to my siblings that I have the voice of an old man. But <laughs> no, and by the way, no, I do not. I have the voice of a young man. But anyway, earlier this year, I think when I'm still making the revelation of Jesus Christ, one day I wake up, right? And my voice has completely changed. It's got more uh in, in the voice, got more of that uh in it. So I'm like, Oh my gosh, maybe it's a cold, maybe it's going to go away. Um, but then first thing I do, and believe me, it's, it, it dropped dramatically. But first thing I, the first thing I do is this. I, I, was, I, 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 was, I used to listen in those days to the NLT, to the NLT audio Bible on new version. And I did the guy's voice. I was like, and he said, Moses, come here. And, and and thinking about that right now, I'm just I was just laughing at, at myself, like, oh, but it was awesome. And okay, 
as you can hear, I'm, I'm very happy and excited today because God is so good and life is so good and I'm not fighting my battles anymore. So please, uh, just a tip for, for each and everyone out there. If you've got any burdens, give them to God. Don't carry your burdens. Don't carry your burdens. The burdens that you're meant to carry are take up your cross. And you know what that means? Crucify your flesh. You're not meant to carry stress, worry, and all that. No. You're, all of that. All of that. Christ says, give me your yoke and take my yoke. So you got to exchange yokes with him. So I'm emotionally stable and I'm at peace. In fact, right now, as you can hear, I am ecstatic. I am I am elated. I'm not depressed. I told you the opposite of depression is elation. I am elated right now. Right now, in this moment in time. I may not feel like this a few, a few hours from now, but I'll, I'll still have my peace. I still have peace, but I'm so excited. And also, I said in the, in the Dealing with Depression episode, I, I mentioned my being a polyglot, or is it polyglot, whatever, of which my progress on that is I am trying to relearn French, although I can understand it at least at minimum 80% and speak it. I have forgotten a lot of the vocabulary and all that. And uh, once I'm done relearning it, so I'm just immersing myself in French content, French YouTube videos, French podcasts, French books. I'm, I'm going to try all that because, well, it's fun and I love languages. So after that, I'm going to learn a language I, I never had the, the privilege of ever of ever growing up into i'm gonna learn spanish after that and we'll see where the lord leads so yeah i hope you enjoyed this part of the episode it was it, it's a fun i think it's one of the funnest i've ever done yeah let's go to the next part making progress on prodigal son um let's go with all that we have right now I've forgotten where I'm from I've lost sight of where I'm going And I've wandered from the truth I have got... Okay Gotten sidetracked with the cares Of this earth and I've been losing My identity I'm sorry. Oh, oh, sorry. Let's go. I'm sorry, Jesus. I'm sorry, Jesus. I know I've wronged you. I know I've hurt you. Again, let's just repeat to remember. I'm sorry, Jesus. I know I've wronged you. I know I've hurt you. Again, let's just repeat the whole thing. Um, how does it? Oh my gosh, I've for, I've totally forgotten. Um, I've forgotten where I'm from. I've lost sight of where I'm going. I'm going, and I've wandered from the truth. I've gotten sidetracked with the cares of this earth and I've been losing my identity. 
I'm sorry, Jesus. I know I've wronged you. I know I've hurt you. So for this episode, unlike the, the past two or three episodes, it actually does have a layout so to reduce the stress on me of making the episode because if I have a layout, I kind of know where I'm going with the episode. So I do have a layout and I told you I was good at writing because, wow, this is very thorough. It's very structured. So the next part that we got is I'm going to talk about my experience with fear of which I dealt with fear this year in fact i told you it was the darkest season of my life so everything in one depression fear anxiety and all that all that in one so it was it was the darkest season of my life i'm not at all minimizing it it was it was horrible i hated it i did not ever want to go back to it but i'm glad i went through that and uh, I, I said, I'm saying the thing that I said in the Dealing with Depression episode that I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm glad I went through that. It was necessary. It was beneficial for me that you crushed me, oh God. It was, bene it was beneficial for me that you let me go through that even as you did, Job, because here I am. I'm stronger than ever. I'm more at peace than ever. I'm happier than ever. And I'm more stable than ever. So... It was it was amazing. It was I'm I'm thankful that you did that. Oh God. I'm I'm thankful, oh God. So so anyway, you know, yesterday I watched something funny. It was by Jesse Duplantis. Now listen, I I watch and I listen to all sorts of preachers. I don't care about denominations. I don't care about that. And I know this is gonna sound kind of opinionated opinionated, but why the denominations? Why? But anyway, but anyway, that has but we as a church that has never let denominational walls be a reason of separation ever because we're one church, one body, one God, Jesus. Remember I used to say that back when I started the podcast. Yeah, anyway. So this is my experience of fear. So this year. I had an experience of fear, and it started actually last year. And uh, the dark season of my life really started out on December 1st when Marcus Slam went to heaven because I was really believing for a healing. And God did say, I did hear God speak to me in a still small voice that he's going to be healed. But of how, that was where God and I, that was where God and I did not, we're not, you know, I thought that, oh, Physically, he's going to be healed, and but turns out he meant the other way, and uh, well, he was healed, and he is in heaven. And speaking of which, speaking of going to heaven, um, you know, I I've always thought about it like this: if I were to go to heaven, I would so be happy, but my family, my friends, oh man, imagine the sorrow that they would have here on earth. So. I, I, so from then on, I was like, there came a fear upon me. There came a fear upon me that, oh my gosh, I, the devil, remember I told you that in the wilderness, on that day, I'm searching for God. I want to know God. I'm in the wilderness. I want to get closer to God. And I almost lost my faith. 
in a couple of seconds i i wandered into a i, I, I in a couple of seconds i wondered and that is both wonder as in to wonder and to wonder with the mind like i wonder i wondered into atheism i wondered into agnosticism i wondered into other religions in the in those couple of seconds and then i, I just love how how the spirit was how direct he was he was like do you hear how stupid that sounds and i was like you're right you're right it does it does sound stupid and but then and then it started to work on the inside of me where the devil started tormenting me and uh, i remember still in december i think um i'm in prayer and uh, in prayer i'm having this encounter with god i don't know if it's a vision or a trance but i can see the throne i can like i can sense it. i don't know how it works i don't know how visions work i don't know how trances work or any of that stuff i don't know how it works i just know that i believe i believe the spirit can do it and he does it so so then he takes me there and I'm, I'm before the throne of god god is this giant he's like giant do you know like a monument yeah like like monument sized giant sitting on this huge throne and then there's jesus i can sense jesus standing right in front of me and there in my vision in my i don't know okay there in my vision there jesus is standing right in front of me white robe i, I like I don't know what his face looks like. I don't know the details of his face. I can't describe to you that, oh, he's, he's like this and like that. But I've heard about this painting by Akiana Kramaric where she painted a portrait of Jesus. It's called The Prince of Peace. You should look it up. A lot of people say that that is very, very similar. If not, it, it, it is it. But it is very, I, I, I do agree. And I, I, I feel like it just, might be like that but he's standing in front of me and then all of a sudden you know in my you know how in your mind you're like don't think about this and you, you, sometimes it just comes in your thought that oh man it would be so bad if you thought about that and so in your mind your reaction is don't think about this and immediately your mind thinks about that it was kind of like that so in my mind a, a certain thought like that came up and it says don't think about this and the most perverse things started showing up in my mind in my vision and then after that i was like and i was tormented the most obscene things the most the most raunchy things started showing up in my vision i was like and i was terrified i was tormented i looked here and i saw the most obscene if obscene is even the word to use here but the most perverse things I look there, I look there, I open my eyes, I can't get away from it, and I can sense a demonic presence. I'm being tormented, and I'm so fearful. I'm so fearful at that moment. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Of course, I have opened the door for demons to torment me. And I had opened it through pornography, through sexual immorality. And yeah. And they tormented me that night. I mean, it is still in prayer. And after a while, it was, I, and then, and then after that, the devil just started that, you can't believe in visions. Your visions are fake. How did you see that in your vision? How did that happen? I don't know. I don't know how that happened, how that happened. But, uh, but after, but the devil just started this 
journey of doubt and unbelief, self-doubt, God-doubt, distrust in God, and just if you don't trust God, you're going to be fear. You're, you're going to be not, you're going to be full of fear. You're going to be fearful. And, um, and it went on that I was tormented by the devil that God would say something or I would think something and he would say, no, it's not. And I would think, what if it's not? And then I'd be tormented by that thought of, I just, I just, I lived like that. And that was, that was no way to live. And, uh, also, my when I look back on that, I just just my view of that is me lying down either on my bed or on the floor in the fetal position, and my heart is being crushed. Like, like that's what that's what I that's what I remember it like. And uh, also at that time, um, I intentionally I was forsaken by all. I was forsaken by all and all my friends and even my family i was forsaken and uh, i don't and there i was i guess i discovered god i guess in my darkness and he was there and he brought me out and i don't know if maybe 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 a majority or a minority of you have dealt with something similar maybe it's not demonic influence per se but it's just, you know, the kind of fear that torments you. But, but I, I just, I want to say that God brought me out. And yes, there is a way out and he can bring you out too. So in that moment, the scripture that God gave me was 2 Timothy 1.7. For we have not received a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And over the next few months after that, over the next few months, I would then claim, especially the sound mind one, that I have not received the spirit of fear. I have received the spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. And I would declare that and especially claim the sound mind one because I had no peace of mind. I, 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 I had none, zero. And that is the scripture that we're going to break up today. We're going to divide it. Uh, preferably, I would like to have two or three points that I make through this scripture. So, because, because, right? Like, it's usual. It's, it's, I'm used to that. So, the, the Passion Translation says, For God will never give you the spirit of fear, but the Holy Spirit who gives you mighty power, love, and self-control. The NKJV says, For we have not received the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. I wish I had the message right now, but I apparently deleted it off my Bible app accidentally. So I'm going to have to re-download it because, uh, because, yeah, I'm going to have to re-download it. So I guess I'll have to wait till I'm done. But anyway, we have not received the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of his sound mind. And even just declaring it and speaking it out loud, it helped me so much to overcome. And yes, the seeing it that that thing that began of the seeing the most perverse and most obscene things, I learned to dominate fear. That that to dominate that demonic influence, to dominate, to crush the fear and instead of it crushing me, 
I got to a point that I have a thought I have authority here and I have not received the spirit of fear. So I'm refusing to live in a constant state of fear. I refuse to live in a constant. So I would speak out this scripture and this scripture would be like it's it saved my life, man. And I remember <laughs> I remember speaking of fear. I remember the last time the last time I the last time I ever watched pornography or masturbated or any of that, um, I was, I was at this point, I, I just, I got so fearful. I started shaking and trembling and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm about to do the very thing I hate, but I feel like I really want it right now. So, so I got on my knees and I started praying. I'm so fearful. I can, and this was, this was at night and because I, because of fear, I was kept in bondage. I even have a scripture about that in one of my notebooks. I have many scriptures about how the devil used fear to keep me in in bondage. And now he and now he can try. He still does try. And he's tried every day, every single day. But he has not won the grace of God. For I am not under the law, but I am under grace. The grace of God covers me. And... Uh, I, I just want to say that we're not meant to live in a constant state of fear. The same applies to depression and, and everything else. And speaking of which, I forgot in the last episode, I forgot to mention that, you know, since then you make the decision to focus on Jesus and, and all of that, then what do you think about? Start thinking about new stuff. Start thinking about other things. And also, what do you start doing? Start doing stuff. For me, I was like, my hobby was get home, lie on my bed in the fetal, fetal position, and wonder if, and wonder if everything God has said is true, or or and just be crushed in spirit. But now my, but now I get, I got back to, I forgot about the practical steps to mention it in the last episode. But now I got back to uh, playing chess. I play. I got back to playing chess. Like I love chess. Um, I got, I got, I, I decided that you know what, I should start reading more. Although oh, the majority of my book collection is Christian books, and usually with a Christian book, there's some point where we hit friction and we disagree. I am the author, um, so I guess I, I guess that's part of the reason I never, I don't usually finish the books that I read. Or there's a misunderstanding, I guess. So, so and among that's just one of the few. And I decided, you know what? Uh, writing songs, and I, of course, I would. I was writing. I wasn't. I wasn't writing songs then. I could have been, but writing songs to the glory of God, taking my darkness and turning it into something colorful. So we have not received the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. I want you to keep that in mind as we go into the episode. And as I break down, as I break it down to into three points, let's go. So I did get my three points. I just got my three points. The spirit showed it to me right now. And uh, um, when I say the spirit showed me, God said this to me. I have I have learned to hear God in his diverse ways. And we communicate through every way, through signals, through words, just through every which way he speaks he speaks here and there and i believe that that it's for every believer to speak to god god doesn't just speak one way he speaks in more ways than one and we got to learn 
to hear that. So anyway, I just got my three points from the spirit. He showed me this. I was like, oh my gosh, this is three points. Look at it. Power, love, sound mind. And so, yeah, these are my three points. The spirit of power, love, and sound mind. And we're going to go through, all throughout scripture and break breaking down these points, discussing these points. Yeah. My first foreign. So, what is the opposite of power? The opposite of power is weakness, I believe. So, the opposite of power is weakness. So, I want to read to you our scripture for, for the spirit of power. That is the Holy Spirit, the spirit of power. So, Jesus says in Luke 10, verse 19, Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and, and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. I'm going to read that again. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. The LSG, uh, why am, am I even reading this? But Anyway, the LSG, La Sainte Bible par Louis II, uh, 1910. Voici, je vous ai donné le pouvoir de marcher sur les serpents et scorpions et sur toute la puissance de l'ennemi et rien ne pourra, vous nuire, ne pourra vous nuire. So, the NLT, I love it because it simplifies it. I have many versions. The reason, the reason one ought to have many versions is for context to understand what is being implied when you don't understand you check it here you check it here and you're like oh this is consistent through all these versions so therefore i can make my conclusion that this is what they're implying so the nlt says look i have given you authority over all the power of the enemy and you can walk among snakes and scorpions and crush them nothing will injure you that is that is amazing that is amazing so then that brings me back to my point of my demonic tormentation of fear that I, that, that I, that I went through. Um, I have given you power. I have given you power over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. So that God gave me the power. And so though I had the authority, I had handed over the authority to Satan because the Bible says I, I just did a plan on you version on the book of Romans and I finished it, it says that don't you know that whomever you present yourself to obey, you are that one slave to obey. So I presented myself a slave of unrighteousness through pornography and I and I presented my and, and so well I also said that I opened the door. And so though I had power over them, I did not exercise it, but instead I gave myself over to them to be under them. And so they took that opportunity and they tormented me. So then what would be a response to any such torment? I don't know if you're tormented because of sin or if you're fearful because of sin or the devil is trying to use sin. I don't know. Maybe this might be a 1% of my listener, but whether it's a majority or minority, I just want to say that you have to take up your power. You have to close the door that you that you have opened, and you have to exercise your power over them. For sin, still in the book of Romans, I just finished reading. For sin shall not have dominion over you. Sin shall not have dominion over you. 
you have to you have to take up your authority you have to put on the armor of put on the armor of god and stand strong stand strong and when the devil comes and he tries to torment you 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 don't pay attention to him because you're above him he's lower than you you're above him so i'm going to speak from my side on my side he still does try to torment me by the way he still does and he may god may say something um and he says no 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 that's not and and i don't i just don't pay attention to it even with the eating disorder i just decided that that i don't care about what what you gotta say of course every once in a while i i, I pay attention but i don't care I don't, he, he, he doesn't deserve my time of day. I heard this said by Jonathan Shuttlesworth and he said that, uh, he, he was quoting some guy who said that, I don't pray about the devil. I only pray about big things. And so I guess I don't pay, I don't give him the time of day and I, I choose who I listen to. So I listen to the voice of God and the voice of the enemy is he's a liar. He knows nothing but to lie. The Bible calls him, the Bible calls him the father of lies. It is in his nature to lie. And he has been a murderer from the beginning. And so, yeah. So I guess, I guess it, it for, I guess me, if, if it's that 1% of my listeners listening, even if it's myself, don't listen to the devil. Don't, don't give him your time of day. Instead, get, get yourself in the word of God and let the word of God let the word of God calm you, calm every, wash every fear away. Let the word of God calm you down. Let the word of God be your hope, let it be your everything. You listen to, the, listen to God and not to the devil because the devil is a liar and he knows nothing but to lie. And so you don't have to be tormented and live in fear and shackles anymore. And so that's the first, the spirit of power. Yeah. Oh, anyway, anyway, he will enable you to do all that. To, he will enable you to live, to have power. Because he lives in you, he will teach you how to walk in power over all the power of the enemy. You just have to come to him and ask. All you have to do is ask. He's literally saying, come ask me. Come, come, come. And so all you have to do is ask, Holy Spirit, teach me to walk and trample over all the power of the enemy. And he's going to teach you. We've talked about the spirit of power, the spirit who gives us power over fear, to crush fear, to dominate fear, to not live in oppression anymore. In fact, I would like to look up a scripture in Hebrews which talks about fear, which I, I just want to like look it up and then just put it in this episode. Let me see. Let me find it. Found it. It's in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 15, and it says... I'm going to read it to you in different versions, NKJV. And release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Through fear were all their lifetime subject to bondage. So I'm going to read to you out of, the, out of another version called the message version. And I love the message. And it says that he destroyed the devil's hold on death and freed all who cower through life scared to death of death so 
let me let me read out of another one the let me see let me let me see which one to choose the passion by embracing death jesus sets free those who live their entire lives in bondage to to the tormenting dread of death so jesus has set us free and he's made it available for us to no longer live our lives in fear of death because death was the biggest enemy death was the biggest of all and he dealt with death and along with everything else that came with sin so we don't have to live our lives in fear anymore we can trust him we don't have to live our lives in fear anymore but instead he sets us free and this is what we're learning to do through this episode here so the next part of our episode is the spirit of love we have received the spirit of love and how does love overcome fear because all these things mentioned that the spirit of god is all these things mentioned the spirit of power love and a, a sound mind are things that overcome fear so how do we over how do we overcome fear through love the love of god obviously so how do we overcome so to explain that i'm gonna actually you know kind of speak you know from experience from my life because if I, i'm when i speak from my life i know what i'm talking about so that that that's what i know it's my experience it's what i've gone through that's that's why i relate to from my to from my life so out of god's love one of these days just kidding it's like a month or two ago remember when i i don't know maybe back in april um i was i came back from school i i, I think it's in one of the episodes yeah just kidding it is in one of the episodes it's in which episode is it uh what was it about oh i don't remember uh, let me think let me think let me think what it what we have dear woman and we have um let me think oh dealing with depression oh yeah in the episode dealing with depression i did mention this that i came back from school my back was hurting i had a cold and i just felt so miserable on that day and i just when i got back i I switched on the TV and I started watching Joyce Meyer, one of my favorite preachers of all time. And she was preaching about letting go of things. And, uh, you know, when every time they preach a sermon like that, I'm like, oh, no, there's God probably wants me to let go of something that I want in my life. And it's probably that anything I want in my life, God probably wants me to let go of. So, but no. At the end, the Spirit of God started speaking to me so clearly. He said, I want you to let go of your fear. It won't protect you. I want you to let go of your fear. It won't protect you. And uh, that was out of his love. He started telling me to let go of my fear. Because through fear, I thought that if I lived my life in fear, then out of that fear, you know, expecting the worst being a bit what's the word there's optimism and uh, there's optimistic and oh man i'm so forgetful right now and pessimistic 
So I was, I, I, you know, through fear, I was very pessimistic, kind of expecting the worst. And that fear was not protecting me. In fact, it had, it had me caged. It had me caged and I lived my life in bondage. And God, out of his love, now comes to set us free from our bondage. He comes to set us free from our bondage. And yes, if, yes, this also... In my life, personally, it was also speaking to, to the bondage, to the bondage that I was in. Not just bondage to fear alone, but also bondage to, to pornography. So, yeah. And now, God, out of His love, has made it available for us. I'm gonna reread that scripture, and it says. By embracing death, Jesus sets free those who live their entire lives in bondage to the, to the tormenting dread of death. You know, I had a conversation with Jesus a few days ago. It was, it was, a, it was the most amazing conversation I've ever had with Jesus. Remember I told you about the one last year in September where, where he, the Spirit whispered to me, get on your knees. And, and I got on my knees and I started worshiping and he, he, I saw him, he got on his knees with me. He got on his knees and it was just amazing. But this time I, I was actually speaking, thinking that, oh my gosh, I speak to God the Father so much. I don't talk to Jesus much and I kind of said that I'm a bit scared of Jesus because he seems so serious. But anyway, long story short. so you know, the Trinity. So Jesus is there. I know he's listening. He and the Father are one. So I, so then he hears that and we start talking. So at a, at a certain moment, it feels like we're sitting. I was actually sitting on the floor in my bedroom and we're both sitting on the floor and it feels like two worlds are intertwined, that of heaven and that of earth. And we're in this world sitting together and, uh, you know, it just was like liquid love. It was liquid love in that moment. It was liquid love. And uh, the point that I want to make is that it is the love of God that overcomes fear. First John 4.18 says, says, let me, let me go actually to it. Let me go to it right now. There is no fear in love. Because he, okay, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. Remember, whose love is perfect? God's. His love is perfect. Perfect love casts out fear because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. So perfect love not only casts out fear, but it perfects us in love. It casts out fear. So then I believe that through the revelation of the love of God, out of his great mercy, we can now let go of our fear and embrace his love for us and trust him with everything that we have because perfect love casts out fear. So instead of fear, we have not received the spirit of fear, but one of love. So then fear is very tempting it's very tempting to think fearful thoughts. In fact, a few days ago, I, I noticed myself starting to fall back into this habit of fear. But fear, 
but we don't have to live in fear anymore. We don't have to live in fear anymore. We can, we have to mindfully, we have to willfully choose, choose to dwell on God's love, to dwell on God's love. And in that, that perfect love completely erases that fear. And do you know what fear is? Fear are just lies. Fear is just a lie. Fear is something that has not happened. And you can live in that reality or you can live in the reality that God loves you and your life is in his hands. So our last one is the spirit of power. So just to kind of remind ourselves, I'm going to go back to 2 Timothy 1.7. Oh man, I, I, I messed up the chapters. 2 Timothy 1.7. Okay, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And so let me compare versions here to kind of understand the context. The NIV says, for the spirit of God gave us, oh, for the spirit God, oh, for the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. The Passion Translation says self-control. NL, the NLT says self-discipline. So sound mind, self-control, self-discipline. My conclusion by the help of the Spirit of God is not is is that it's it speaks of a sound mind, a mind that's at peace, a mind that's at rest, and a, a mind that is self-discipline. So I did mention in the last part that we're gonna have to willfully choose our thoughts. So this here actually has to do with that. So self-discipline, how do we come to self-discipline? Self-discipline is not, self-discipline is not at all easy and we have to work at it day by day. So self-discipline here is implying that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but he has actually given us a spirit of self-discipline or self-control of his sound mind that we can willfully self, we can willfully discipline ourselves or self-discipline ourselves into not thinking fearful thoughts because when we think about it, the human mind left alone to ourselves, we're more inclined to think negatively than we are to think positively, to see the bad than we are to see the good. So that is how this here, that is how this here speaks to self-discipline. How do we self-discipline ourselves? How do we train ourselves well, we're going to have to, we're going to have to renew our minds and we're going to have to be persistent, persistent, I mean. So we're, we're going to have to keep on going even when we feel like it, even when we don't feel like it, even when we don't feel like it. So the world around us is a pretty negative place. The world is negative. You listen to the news, the news is negative. And I don't watch the news much, so... I can care less. So the, the world is negative. We're living in a negative world, in a fearful world. And fear is all around. And we're going to have to choose out of self-discipline to see the good. And how do we learn to see the good? We see through the good news that is made, that is, that is, that is made, that is shown to us by the light of the word of God. The word of God is a light unto our path. And it shines the light on the good. It shines the light on what's right. It shines the light on what God is doing instead of what's happening in the world. 
So then instead of being fearful of, of, of what could happen and of what is happening, instead, through, by the help of the Spirit of God, through self-discipline, by choosing our thoughts, we're able to live positive lives. We're able to live abundant lives. We're able to live lives at peace, even though there's bad in the world, even though there's, there's some pretty scary stuff in the world, even though there's that in the world, we can live fearless lives. So I'm going to read to you a very famous verse, which is Romans chapter 12, verse 2. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is the, that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So if we have our minds renewed by the word of God, the word of God is good news. And so it's good news in the midst of our dark moments, in the midst of our valleys. It's good news. And it actually, it's, it's, one, it's very positive and it encourages us and lifts our spirits up because it's not just lie. It's not lies, but it's the truth of the word of God. It's the truth. It's the truth of the word of God, the, the eternal word of God. By the Spirit of God, we can do it. What's one of the fruits of the Spirit? It's self-discipline. And by the Spirit of God, by with persistence and going at it, whether we feel like it or whether we don't feel like it, with encouragement from the Spirit of God, we can learn to think the right thoughts, not fearful thoughts. And the right thoughts are not blocking out reality, but really it's the entrance into reality. It's reality itself. It's the best reality. And God does not lie. God is not a man that he should lie. So what is, what does self-discipline have to do with overcoming fear? And that in choosing the right thoughts, we, we can live lives, we can live fearless lives. So we know the principle of sowing and reaping. I prefer to refer to it as a principle of input and output. So you put in good seed and you get out a good tree, good fruit. So you put in, you put in the right thoughts and you, you get out good, a, you get out a good emotional health and a good life. That's what you get out of it. So when we put in the right thoughts and how do we put in the right thoughts? It's by renewing our minds. Where do we get the right thoughts? We get it from God because the Bible says that man's heart is evil. In our hearts, all on our own, left to, left to ourselves, we do not have any good in our hearts and we cannot see the good or choose good. But with the help of God, through the word of God, which is good, we are renewing our minds and sowing the seed of the word of God, which is meant to produce great things in our lives because the word of God does not just change our mental. It even changes it changes stuff. It changes situations in our lives. The word of God, there is power in the word of God. So what, let me just summarize this in three words. What is self-control? Self-control is choosing our thoughts. So we have received the spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. And we overcome fear by the spirit of God with the help of the Spirit of God who lives on the inside of us. And the Spirit of God is going to help us to tap into these, the power of God that's already been made available to us, 
and be trans to help us to, to be transformed by the love of God, which casts out all fear, and to develop the fruit of the Spirit that is self-discipline, so that we may be able to overcome fear. So the Spirit, I always refer to the Spirit as this. The Spirit is my bestest friend. And now you too have to be befriend the Holy Spirit. And by befriending the Holy Spirit, you along with the Spirit then learn you along along with the spirit the spirit is your teacher your mentor your guide and your best friend so he's going to lead you into how to walk in this in power how to walk in the power already made available to you he's going to show you how he's going to help you out to walk in love in that love that transforms and even through that love you're able to love others because this is a great commandment you've been loved by god and you demonstrate that love to others. And also, because of that spirit, you then are able to, on the inside of you, get the fruit of the spirit that is self-control. With the spirit of God, you develop all these. And it's gonna take time to get to it. It's gonna take time to start thinking, to start thinking the right thoughts. But be sure of this, if you put in good seed and you water that seed and you give it enough sunlight, then with, then you're going to get your harvest. You're going to get your harvest. And in so doing, then you're able to live in mental prosperity and emotional stability. And you're not able to live lives of fear anymore because it was never meant for us to live a life of perpetual fear. You don't have to live like that anymore. You don't have to live like that anymore. I would like us to pray and to ask the Spirit of God to help us. So, would you, wherever you are, just in an attitude of prayer, let's pray. Holy Spirit, help us to befriend you and help us to know that we can do it with you. We can overcome fear because you're the bestest friend that's been made available to us. And now help us, Holy Spirit, as we come to you to live lives of love, to live, to live lives of power and lives at peace. Lord, help us to not live lives of perpetual fear anymore, but instead trust you in everything and to abide in you and to abide in your word, to live fearlessly. Thank you, Lord, for all of this. All of this is ours. Your peace is ours. Your peace is our portion. And we receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey again, yeah. So I hope you enjoyed the episode and I, and I believe that the Spirit of God is speaking to you right now. Just listen to Him. He's your bestest friend and He wants nothing but the best for you. And one more thing, let go of your fear. It won't protect you. Let go of your fear. It won't protect you. So, so I am very excited about this episode because finally... Um, I'm getting done with it. In fact, I cried a few minutes ago. No, they were not tears of joy. They were actually, I was sad and upset that, that, that I'm trying so much and I felt as if God, why have you forsaken me? Anyway, um, you know, one of my friends actually has an episode. Her name is Skylar. Her podcast is Teens for Christ called let's talk about fear so you should definitely check that out in addition to listening to this um and uh, 
I am very excited because this episode was so fun, and uh, I'm I'm glad I'm glad that we're getting we're getting these these episodes are getting better by the grace of God. So also, you know, also one of my friends at school, I just recently led one of my friends to Jesus, and I'm. And when I sent him that message, I was actually very afraid of offending him because because a lot of people here are, are professing Christians. But I could, you know, I just looked at his lifestyle and I was like, dude, dude, before we go forward, you need Jesus. So actually, it began, it began last year when God told him to tell him, you know, to tell him my biggest secret, and and on it and on it went. And uh, you know, I actually this year I was like, God, why'd you why'd you tell me to do that? You know, now I feel really embarrassed. And earlier this year, um, earlier this year, at, okay, at the beginning of the year, so at the at the beginning of the year, God had me start praying for Him, and I started praying for Him. And uh, uh, you know, you know, still earlier this year, um, I I showed him one of the messages I had written to to one of my friends and uh, he was like dude you should start sending me messages like like these and I started just like that and I'm grateful to God because I've been feeling the the need for evangelism and after that after that you know you know a few weeks ago I then sent him the message and uh, I was really surprised and I was like God no is this for real did he actually receive you and he was like yeah but you have to take care of him like a tender plant, like a plant shoot, like a new plant shoot, because we had a small potted plant, you know, small flower, uh, I don't know, an African violet, blah, 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 something. And uh, because we didn't know how to treat it, we watered it, put it in sun, tried everything, but it ended up dying. And so he was, God gave me the imagery that like that plant, I'm gonna have to actually keep on going and water him and all of that and I'm just grateful to God and evangelism does not mean going to some other country or or all that if God is telling you to do that be obedient but but you don't have to feel bad if that's not how God's leading you but all of us are meant to evangelize to all those around us in all kinds of manners so I'm very grateful for that so the next episodes that we have we have we're going to talk about anxiety and i just looked up the definition of anxiety a few minutes ago we're going to talk about anxiety and we're going to talk about insecurities and we're going to talk about i also promised this episode last episode i did say i'm going to make an episode called the making of a man and also you know it's been a while since i've actually talked about songwriting just just an episode about songwriting. So I guess we might have one of that, one of those in a while. And uh, you know, the podcast is getting better, so you better stick around because things are happening. And I'm trying on my side and on my end here, I'm trying really hard to get these episodes up there. And uh, I'm really pushing and you know, when I was crying a few minutes, a few minutes ago, like, like a few minutes ago when I was crying and I was like I was I just started I even I just started complaining 
And part of that breaking down was me actually complaining and saying, God, why do I have to be the light? Why do I have to persist? Why do I have to keep on pushing? Lord, why do I have to be an encourager and not the one being encouraged? Why all this? Why all that? In fact, I, had a, I talked about him, uh, you know, I talked to him about this a few days ago and all over. I've just been going back and forth with this. And I just, you know, I got very upset at that. And, uh, and you know, he's always such a great, great comforter. And, uh, you know, I trust him. I know that my life is in his hands. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed the episode. And uh, we're getting to make more and more episodes. By the grace of God, we're going to get them up there. I'm going to get them up there. By we, I mean I, I and God. We, we, we're four, we're four, but we're, we're four, we're four here. The Spirit of God, Jesus, God the Father, and uh, even I, even I. So, you know, we are, we are getting to make these episodes. So, thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.